What's up, Smoking Okies? This episode is brought to you by Bloom Doctors. Use code TERPRO1. That's right, TERPRO1, because we are TERPROs here. For $10 off your renewal or referral today at bloomdoctors.com. We are the Smoking Okies. My name is Evan. And I'm Brandon. And we're here to teach you all kinds of fun stuff about cannabis, especially with today's episode, because we are two buddies coming through with a third buddy, our friend who is also named Blake, to teach you all kinds of fun stuff about terps and the industry and just all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, here on Smoking Okies, Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast, we, uh, we're here to just hang out, smoke with you, maybe make you laugh, teach you a thing or two. I don't know. <laughs> That's the plan anyway. Today, I think we got uh, lots of teaching. Yeah, well, the other Bla- the other Blake has lots of teaching, that's for sure. Most mm-hmm. of it's just me and being like, whoa. <laughs> no, we pre-recorded like I however many, probably about an hour and a half of content with Blake where we had him free there. And like that was just an insanely informative amount of time. I don't mean to cut in and tease and we gotta get into the what we're smoking, but it was yeah. Cool. Well, speaking of what we're smoking, let's get to what we're smoking. Cause I, I was gonna <laughs> say speaking of like terps and whatnot, but uh, I totally lost that. The, what we smoke has terps in it. So what, what, what the fuck are you smoking, Evan? Today, I'm smoking on a few things. I've got a big grinder full of this uh, Memberberry RBX3 Hunger that I plucked out, I believe, yesterday. Mm-hmm. On whichever day I switched the jars up, chiefing on that. And then I've got the uh, venerable jacked up 1,000 milligram. Uh, it's a Ooh. margarita flavored boy because that was all they had at the store. Uh, the jacked up mega bar? Not the mega, just the mini, oh. the thousand. I thought the thousand was the mega. Or, or no, the meg, the mega is forty two, forty two hundred. Uh, I yeah. thought that was like the ultimate. Oh, fuck, jacked up. <laughs> oh no, no, one of them's jacked up extreme, and one of them's jacked up mega. Yes, that's the mega yes. is the forty two hundred, and the extreme is the thousand, huh? Yes, uh, daddy's a little broke this week, so we're going with that forty dollar candy bar instead of yeah, the eighty dollar forty dollar candy bar. Still <laughs> whips your fucking tits off, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. Ooh, which I guess uh, we'll get into a little bit in the interview. We talk about how you know the, the difference between chocolates and gummies and stuff like that. One of the reasons I got that actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how's that weed tasting? Flavor is growing. It's really, really faint now, but it seems like every couple of days when I pluck one out, it gets a little better. It's gotten mm-hmm. rid of the chlorophyll taste and it is like incredibly smooth. I can clear up a huge ass rip of it and barely even cough. Ooh. You could have huge rips. Figure you're not coughing. Hopefully. Nice. <laughs> I'm smoking on some GDP from Cured Cannabis. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, you'll hear it in the segment, but. I love me some GDP. You listeners know that's top of the good shit list and mm. cured cannabis. They're up there too. They, they, mm. They're keeping GDP at spot number one. Cause I think I had, what was it? Some dirty taxi this week yeah. that I was like, Oh, I don't know, man. I might have to do a side by side. It's uh, you know, giving GDP a run for its money. But mm. uh, the next day I went back to the granddaddy purple and uh, he still sits on the throne. Perhaps the dirty taxi is his preferred you know, way of getting around. Fuck Uber. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they go well together, but GDP gets it. I need to get some. You know, I might get into my flower reserves today. I think if I smoked another kind of flower, it'd probably be getting me really high because I've been smoking nothing but member berries for days. Yeah. You know, you know, I have a, that theory on strain specific tolerances. Yeah. Which could be terpenes, but I don't know. You know, who knows what the science behind it is. But for me, it seems to ring true. Which, by the way, smoking on this GDP, it is uh, one of its one of its main terps is uh, 
Myrcene. Myrcene. Or mycrene. Whatever. However you say it. Uh, I guess you're going to figure out. (laughs) I guess you're going to figure out how to say it here in a second as we uh, as we lead into our new segment. Know your Terps. All right. This is something we've been cooking up for a while and planning and we're pretty happy about it. What we're going to do in short is go with our other friend who, again, is also named Blake and talk about specific Terps, starting with the big ones like Mike Crean or Mercine or whatever today and going into less and less common ones as we go until you get into kind of your boutique Terps and fun stuff. So we have a hell of a lot of content planned. Oh, we've got plenty coming for you because there's like 15 big ones. You know, uh, that are being as far as like that entourage stuff and everything. But there's 15 main ones that I I keep finding on lists everywhere. So we got a while before we get into those niche terpenes. You know, those ones I'm looking forward to, the ones that make you feel like you're wearing a headband or whatever. I hope we get into that. (laughs) Oh, eventually we will. And we'll keep trying them and trying them. Or at least I will. Speaking of, I had some uh, Catholic school girl yesterday. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, uh, I was talking to you on discord about it. And at first it was one, it was kind of a letdown, but I think it's just cause uh, the, the blunt smoking was more of a photo op than really enjoying the blunt anyway. So yeah. once I started hitting it out of the bowl, it, it started hitting good. It was a good uh, uh, daytime smoker. Cause uh, you know, I felt like walking around i was outside most of the time it's not a couch locker for sure did you feel like puttering just puttering around yeah <laughs> watching the dogs listening to music shit like that that sounds like a pretty fun day though i could get with that oh yeah and the weather was nice mm. now we're back into well you know is it raining up there i don't even know we're getting into boring weather talk on the podcast no it's not raining here but you're right we're getting boring so here you go <laughs> blake jones with know your terps All right, guys, here's a new segment of ours called Know Your Terps. We brought in our industry insider, Blake Jones, to shed some light on the whole terpene thing, because I'm pretty sure I'm a terp bro, but I definitely love to know what the fuck they do. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, starting off, uh, this will be a a little segment that goes on each episode. We're going to cover one terpene. Today, we're going to cover Mercine, and now I'll hand it over to our buddy, Blake let me know if I said it right. First off. <laughs> yes, sir. It, uh, thank you, Brandon, by the way, for <laughs> having me on. Mercine is correct. And this is one of my favorite chirps because it is a quote unquote couch lock chirp. Ooh. Yeah. Back in the day, I don't know if y'all remember, kids would say you can eat a mango right before you smoke and you'll get extra high. Uh, oh, yeah. That is because mangoes are boosted with my cream. If they're right. Um, so that's, that's kind of why it, it affected the high so well but yeah this turf in particular is considered the mother of all terpenes right now because it kind of dictates whether or not the flower is going to be indica or sativa oh if it's real high in my skin it's going to be very couch lock obviously so it's going to be indica leaning yeah that's super interesting i didn't know that at all which is what usually what i look for in a good indica is i want that heavy feeling i want that that feeling where like my muscles are relaxed and I'm just heavy and I can sink into a couch, man. I love that. Right. Yeah. If you are a indica lover, it's not going to put you to sleep, but it's definitely going to make you relax. I guess relax enough. You could go to sleep, but it's more, uh, it's not the knockout turf. It's just the couch lock turf. I don't yeah. want to do much. Uh, so yeah, if you love indicas, if indica is like your thing, then look for my cream for sure. 
Micrine. Okay. I was saying uh, micrine. <laughs> okay. Micrine, mercine. I mean, the scientific term is mercine. Oh. I just like to call it micrine. Yeah. And that's why you're the expert. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what but you're yeah, talking scientifically about. Scientifically speaking, mercine is what we're talking about. Street name, micrine. Micrine. <laughs> I like micrine better personally. Let me get some of that micrine. Like some of these terpenes are pretty on the nose. We'll cover and them the, later, but there's like one called like terpenanine or something. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't trying to hard on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know that particular terp makes it more sativa leaning or uplifting or euphoric. Huh. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Why yeah. I think I saw it in a tangerine dream. We we're talking about on our bonus yep. session. I've I've never gone and looked my green up in specific, but if if I was to smoke a, a strain that was particularly heavy in this, would I possibly get a taste of mangoes? It doesn't have a strong mango taste. It tastes more like uh, earthy, musky. Like when you smell it, it smells pretty earthy, pretty like bold. Okay. Um, it doesn't taste sweet at all. Or I mean, if you get it in the mango, obviously the mangoes. Right, right. Yeah, mango itself is not a sweet turf. Okay, that's that's really interesting. That's uh, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of these mangoes and their high uh, concentration of micrine, uh, uh, so does that work? Have you done that? Eat a mango before you smoke? <laughs> I have never done that myself. I uh, would just smoke more weed. But yeah, I've heard people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, after my own style. <laughs> to stretch out their stuff, you know, they would, back in the day, you know, you're a little broke, you got to stretch your, your buds, you know, so yeah. you do whatever you can, but me personally, I have not tried it, so. Mm -hmm. It was, was hard to find back in the day. Now I can go to uh, right next to any 7-Eleven. There's usually a dispensary there. Back then it would have been like driving to one town to buy weed and then like driving to another town to buy mangoes and it would have been a whole thing. <laughs> if, if I would have known that, I probably would have tried it. Oh, I'd probably love mangoes. Right. It was just one of the street tactics that people and people didn't realize it was Mike Reed, uh, that was doing it. It was after we started getting into all the scientific um, after weed became legal, they were actually able to study it properly. And that's right. the reason why. Yeah, we've talked about that on the podcast a few times, how we love the fact that as mm -hmm. as cannabis becomes more and more normalized and legalized in more places, uh, the science is moving from the bro science out in the garage into actual labs of scientists. And this is a great thing. Yes. It's a great thing for us all because it's a, it's a whole new world. There's a whole lot. And they're still finding new stuff every day. You know, it's not like it's done already, but it's just what we have so far. It's mind blowing. Yeah. So to close it up on Myrcene, do you have any, I guess, favorite strains you would recommend that uh, pack a Myrcene punch? Hmm. Usually anything with a name OG in it is going to have a good micrine count, uh, like OG Kush. Oh, that's super cool to know. Yeah. I tend to like OGs, so it makes sense. Yeah. Most dark purpley ones. Mm -hmm. This says that GDP is one. Has that been true in your experience? Yeah. Dark purple GDP. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I love being couch locked. That's like... That's my favorite thing as far as the week can do for me. So it just lets me slow down and chill out. Oh, I totally feel you. I'm that guy who's always tapping his foot or pacing in circles, mm -hmm. man. So if I can get right. if I can get a strain that slows me down, lets me sit down and relax. Oh man, it's a godsend. Yes, sir. So yeah, get yourself a good little dose of that mic cream in there, and you are good to go, my friend. All right. A GDP would be my top, my top strain that I like with that particular term. 
Totally uh, makes sense. GDP is the top of my good shit list. Uh, the GDP from yeah. craft actually is up oh, man, there. That was man, incredible. Up there. And uh, I, I actually have some here from Cured Cannabis. I'm about to spark up. So, <laughs> so there is a strain that they craft that is called Granimals right now that is also really dark purple, but it's chock full of it. So Ooh, Granimals. You can definitely feel that spot. I've yeah. heard of that one. I'm probably going to be popping in sometime this week to pick <laughs> some of that up. I am sold already. <laughs> Save it for the next Tuesday. Yeah, Kraft always has good cannabis, and oh man, if there's one that's chock full of the terps that just get me going, fuck yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh yeah, we do what we can. All right, well, yeah, so Mercine, high in Mercine, it's going to be an indica. You're going to get that couch locky feel that uh, uh, you're looking for. You can find it in OG strains, and of course, my favorite, Granddaddy Purple. Well, thank you, Blake, for, uh, you know, enlightening us on Mercine and what it can do for us. Yeah. I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's fun. Totally. Until next time, this was Know Your Terp with Blake Jones. And that was this week's Know Your Turf with Blake Jones, our industry insider who, as you heard, knows way the fuck more than I do about Terps and what the hell they do. Blake Jones knows his shit. Speaking of Blake Jones, you might be wondering, who the fuck is that guy? Why is he their uh, Terp expert? Well, he's a, uh, he's a friend of mine. I've known him for, I don't know, year, year and a half, I don't know, a while now. But anyway, I didn't, didn't even know he worked in the, in the cannabis industry. I met him... Uh, in the other industry, I'm involved in uh, acting, which, by the way, if we have anyone out there making some uh, film or television or anything where you need some talent, let me know as hire well this as Blake man. Jones. Um, hire these men. Yeah, hire the Blakes, damn it. Point Blake, as we, as we called it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, or Blake on Blake action, whatever you want. Blake on Blake. <laughs> B2B. But we're getting into uh, uh, working title, Meet Your Bud Tender, and just because we like to name things. It doesn't even really need, need a name. So mm-hmm. We sit down with Blake, just uh, have a smoke with him, get to know him, so you can get to know your Terp expert. And before we get to that Terp expert business, though, let's talk a little bit about something that we all know and love, Blake, that like and subscribe button. Oh, yes, that like and subscribe button. I wish, I wish everyone could push it multiple times, that subscribe button. Damn it, you can only do it once, which is why we need you to tell your friends about it. And to do it, to to, to, to not to do it, but to subscribe. Let's get into this here, fans. There are a few reasons we need this shit. Uh, One, on YouTube, once we get to 100 subscribers, we get to a vanity URL. And then whenever I call out things like go to the smokinokiespod.com and I give you all of our URLs, I can just say go to youtube.com slash smokinokies or smokinokiespod or whatever. Like that's my big OneDrive. The other thing is we've got this map that we look at on rss.com and we can see (laughs) whenever you listen and subscribe and shit. And we want that little red blob to grow. So come on over to the fucking website, smokinokiespod.com. Click all the links, subscribe on your preferred platform and uh, make us happy because we deserve it. Totally. I want to be happy and it makes me happy every time when you come and compliment me. So please do that more. And uh, no, I'm joking. Like, uh, <laughs> no, we really do love interacting with our uh, listeners. 
So we do have the active discord you'll find on the website, a link to on the website. Uh, and also Instagram, send us direct messages, uh, Facebook, send us a direct message. If there's anything you'd like to hear, or if you got a problem with something we said, come on, man. They're here. Hey, you can even yeah. come to our Reddit at smoke at reddit.com slash r slash smoking okies and bitch at us there. We have eight members right now. Yeah. So for the other seven or eight of you that have not made it there yet, make it there. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think uh, I think we should just, I don't know. Let's get to that interview. What do you say? I'd say so. It's a good one. Right after another word from the sponsors and remember turt bro one at bloomdoctors.com will get you ten dollars off your new your renewal or referral today bloomdoctors.com and that's t-e-r-p-b-r-o and the number one turt bro hey man what's up hey i think i found a place for you to do your renewal is that so yeah, and I mean, it is kind of important because there are a lot of different places out there and you want to make sure you're doing business with the right place from the start. Uh-huh, you are right. That definitely is important. Bloomdoctors.com, I think, belongs on the top of the list here. Okay, I'll bite. What puts Bloom Doctors at the top of your list? Check out this rate card. They handle new referrals and renewals, so you can go to their site and knock everything out, whether you're a new patient or you just need to re-up. They're full service, too. Wait, what do you mean full service? Are they going to fill my gas tank or something? No, that basically means they help you with all the paperwork on top of getting the referral itself done. Like they help you make sure the photo you submit's all compliant oh. with the OMMA and their rates are super reasonable on top of that. Yeah, I'm just seeing that now, actually. 75 bucks for a new patient evaluation, 50 for a renewal, oh, and only 25 bucks for that full service thing. And they waive that fee for veterans. Holy crap, man. That's amazing. If you're in the Edmond area on the third Thursday of the month, they even do a monthly drive event kind of thing at Ancient Remedies. You know, now that you mentioned that, I have seen them there. On the card here, it says you can also go to bloomdoctors.com. And that's anytime, not just on Thursdays. All right. Well, you know what, Evan? Hey, what's up? You have sold me. Bloom Doctors definitely sounds like an amazing service for a great deal. And you know I have a soft spot for veteran-friendly services. And I haven't even told you about the fast turnarounds and efficient processing to make sure you get your dude, card. Dude, 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 dude. I can't believe there's more, but you've already sold me. There's just one small problem. Oh, no. What's that? I told you. I renewed my card a month ago. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, I would have loved to use Bloom Doctors. All right, so here we are. You heard him in our new segment, Know Your Turp, just a minute ago, our buddy Blake Jones. He's a buddy of mine I know through acting is how we met, and he just so happens to work in the industry, the cannabis industry as well, as a bud tender over at Craft. So we have this working title. Well, fuck it. We're probably going to use the title, Meet Your Bud Tender, Blake right. Jones. Blake, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, so here we're, this is Cannabis Podcast after all. So uh, I'll just start off with, do you remember the first time you tried that sweet, sweet ganja? I do. I was uh, pretty young. I was probably like 15, 14 or so. And my buddy at the time, his brother grew it. And I, was, I, w- I wasn't planning on trying it, but he handed me the bong. And Ooh, I didn't realize that it had a carb. I didn't realize you were supposed to carb it. I didn't realize you were supposed to pull it. I didn't realize none of that stuff. So I just <laughs> did it until he was like, what are you doing? He cleared the whole thing. <laughs> and I got 
unbelievably high. Oh, unbelievably high. They, wow. People say you don't feel your first time. Uh -huh. Bullshit, in my experience. <laughs> oh man, you went in deep. You basically <laughs> jumped in the fucking Super deep, deep end. <laughs> Very deep. Wow. So, uh, was it good? Was it a good high, or were you freaked out? It was good. I didn't. I didn't freak out. Surprisingly. Uh, so we did it in his house originally, and um, there I was fine as a little safe spot. But as soon as we left, we like started walking around outside. Yeah. Oh no. It was kind of dusk, <laughs> so the car lights were on. Uh -huh. And man, I kept thinking every single car light that I saw with my mom and that she was going to see me and she was instantly Oh, oh that paranoia <laughs> hit. Damn. It was terrible. It was dumb. <laughs> I was extremely paranoid outside. Oh, I see. It was really weird because I, I randomly stopped and started doing push ups in the street, just randomly, <laughs> like a high kid. Oh. And a, a, a cop actually rolled up next to us oh, and was like, What the hell shit. are you kids doing? This yeah. is the worst. I, th I thought he could see me. I thought he could see my highness, but he's he like, just get the hell out of the fucking street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do your push-ups on the sidewalk, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, what the hell am I even doing now? I was, I was high. I was high oh, as fuck. Man, that paranoia still gets me sometimes, and it's irrational. Like, uh, I'll get, some. sometimes there'll be a strain that just hits or something and gives me some paranoia and I'll be out like walking the dog or something. I don't live in the, the best, you know, part of the city, but, uh, I'm not generally in danger or anything, but right. for some reason, when a car drives by slowly, I'm like, oh, I'm getting shot You're about to shoot me, you know? And, and I live in an apartment complex that has a lot of speed bumps, so every car is driving slow. So it's right. just every damn car that's got tinted windows. <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit, bumps. here it comes. My game is uh, I like to get high and take a shower, and I'll uh, fucking be in the bathroom, and my wife will come in there, and I will fucking convince myself that it's somebody that's come in the bathroom to get me for, you know, like, not really <laughs> convince myself, but that's what I'm thinking, and I'm like, well, do I call out and let her know that I know she's there? What if it's not her? And it becomes this whole fucking head game and it's always her. I've not been killed yet. Uh, Luckily, there's no serial killers out there. Yeah. It's all weed. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it wears off in a few minutes and you just kind of laugh about it yeah. afterwards. I'm like, fuck, that's the neighbor. I know that car. <laughs> Oh, one time at uh the fucking okay the the house in uh Bloomington on uh Ralston not Ralston was that Ralston Blake the the house across the street from Jeff's no that wasn't Ralston I don't remember I think it was like High Street actually uh, High Street or University Street Oh my God I think it was High Street we're just gonna go with High Street <laughs> fuck it location's not super big of a deal I guess it was in Bloomington um I was stoned as fuck on the porch and I heard my neighbors in the alley having a fist fight <laughs> and. I like I heard like the scuffling and like the you know the little noises people make when they're having a fist fight and like I wasn't super into cannabis then this was like you know I smoked every couple of days not every day like I do now so I'm going on my porch and I'm here in this fight and I'm like stealing myself up like man I gotta go do something these guys are gonna hurt themselves or whatever and I come around the corner and I'm like hey guys what's up what's up so my neighbor was fucking dragging his trash can to the front <laughs> wow <laughs> that was real bad that is it's just, it's funny how it just puts you in the most worst predicament that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Dude, I remember times standing out in the back porch at night thinking maybe aliens were going to pop over the fence and attack me or something. Oh, yeah. I don't have to be high to think that. 
Oh yeah. But it's like, uh, if I'm super high on certain strains, I'll get locked in on that thought. And I'm like, fuck, oh, did I oh, hear yeah. something? Oh my God. Did I, did, I, oh, yeah. did I see something? No, that was just the, the, the bush like blowing in the wind and the shadow on the fence or something. <laughs> blowing in the wind. Like... <laughs> Not my oh, bush. That's awesome. <laughs> it's find the country. You are. Oh, man. <laughs> just letting it fly. That's fantastic. Yeah, my hey, my first time was somewhat similar. It was a friend of mine. I think I was in like sixth grade. So however old you are in sixth grade, I don't know. I think you're around 11 or so then. And uh, uh, his brother grew it out in the freaking like cornfields or in the woods or something in Indiana. And uh, I, we had a couple of joints. I didn't get super, super stoned, but I do remember eating like three bowls of Fruity Pebbles. So it definitely worked. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> I didn't get high at all. Uh, I just smoked a shitty joint out of like printer paper that we rolled up because we didn't have rolling papers and it was just a really underwhelming experience. I actually thought for a oh, minute man. that everybody who smoked weed was faking it because it was so ineffective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm high, man. <laughs> have you guys have you guys ever tried i think the second time i ever smoked i did the old pop can trick yeah, i've done that found in the alley. okay are you talking about just making yeah. a, a, a a soda can into a pipe where you just yep. push it down poke yeah. some holes and make a carb yeah. oh yeah buddy yeah. plenty of those and <laughs> it happened to be creeper weed which i don't ever see anymore it's really weird creeper re- the, weed the dude told rare. me it is rare, and I don't know. I'm not sure where it went because it's not. It's not in the medical field, but mm-hmm. at least I haven't found it. Yeah. But he told me he's like, "Hey, bro, this is creeper weed. It's not gonna kick in for like you know 20, 30 minutes. So be careful." We thought that was bullshit. We had smoked. We thought we had smoked before. You know? Yeah. So we got this little pot can. We hit the hell out of it. Nothing. We start walking around, and holy bullshit and we were fucking stoned as hell oh like 30 man. minutes later it felt nothing so yeah. we started walking home and man it kicked in we ended up at some random ass country party where <laughs> they were all smoking weed <laughs> we're not party cats we're like we were pretty young so right. it was, yeah it was an adventurous night to say the least Oh man, weed throughout the years in my youth, it opened up some adventures for me as well. Uh, I think the first like party I went to as a kid, like as a teenager or whatever, like, you know, legit party was because I was skateboarding at the time in my small town and uh, a dude drives up at the local area wherever all the kids hung out and uh, well, not kids. I say kids now because I'm late thirties, but fucking <laughs> we're all the teenagers and every, where everyone hung out. And he's like, he's like, Hey, Hey, uh, Blake, you smoke weed. And then the other dude in the car with him goes, he skateboards. Of course he smokes weed. And uh, <laughs> so then they offered to let me in the car to smoke some weed. And I did. And then we fucking end up at this party drinking beer and stuff and like chicks everywhere. And it was like <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere in the country. It was, yeah. It's crazy how that happens. That's cool, man. Always a country party. Just roll up in the fucking country party, man. Yeah, man. Where, yeah, where are they getting all that shit? Mm. <laughs> They're still question. doing it. We're just not out there anymore. I guess I knew where to get it when I was that age. Yeah, we're just not, we're just not young enough. Well, kind of. You had to fucking have somebody randomly get you high to find it then. Yeah. Very true. So now you work in the cannabis industry. You are a cannabis industry professional. Yes, sir. How'd you uh, get started in that? How'd you 
find your way in? Um, so right now, the game to becoming a bud tender or into work in the weed industry in general is just kind of hang around the place long enough until I give you a job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've heard this before. So I I went into craft. I, I once I found that you know they have the best weed that I could find in the area. Oh man, um, that was, was good stuff. To go in there. Yeah, became extensively knowledgeable in all of their products mm-hmm. with small controlled burns. And yeah, opportunity arose, and they gave me a call. Awesome! Wow, and I love it. It's it's a good. It's a really good feeling to be. I've never really sold or been in a business where I'm selling stuff that I actually am behind. You know yeah. I mean? Like I work restaurants, I've worked at retail, mm. I've worked all over the place. Pretty much you name it, I've worked there. And you're never really selling anything that you give a shit about. You know, even mm. video games and shit, you don't really care. The weed it helps people. You use it it's like good for like multiple reasons. And all the all the stories that people come in and tell me like, you know, this stuff was able to kick me off of, you know, this prescription drug that was tearing my body apart. And they're yeah, just happy right, that they right. can feel good without without not feeling good. Yeah, we have an earlier episode uh, titled Getting on the Level with Cannabis. So listener, if you haven't listened to that one, check it out where Evan and I get into our stories on just how cannabis right. helped us. Right. Uh, me personally, dude, I was a huge boozer. Man, I drank a lot. Uh, in retrospect, I look back on it. I was an alcoholic. I, I wouldn't have admitted that at the time. And if I did, it would be jokingly like, oh, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. You know, I think right. it was a badge of honor more than anything. Right. And uh, right. yeah, I started smoking cannabis again for other reasons, you know, for other uh, ailments. And I accidentally stopped drinking, essentially. <laughs> All thanks. So accidentally cured. Yeah, it was crazy. I just it was gone. I had didn't have the urge to do it anymore. And that was like I talked about it on that episode, man. That was something that was part of my identity at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we I I've heard quite a few people come in and you're saying boat, you know, they they're like alcohol so available everywhere and it's legal and yeah. you're tearing your your life it can tear your life apart if you're not careful and oh yeah. and tear your body up no matter what. So yeah. It oh, is yeah. good. It is good that there's an alternative other than just cigarettes or the black market. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hype you up with all the pharmaceuticals so that you that that in that gives you 10 more side effects that you wouldn't even originally have, you know. So right. yeah, there's uh and I love that the the more this is normalized, cannabis is normalized and legalized across the country. I read an article today uh that the VA, there's been um there were three, I believe three senators. It was bipartisan. I was actually, I was pretty surprised to see a Republican on the bill, but um, yeah, they put forward legislation to allow the veterans affairs doctors to recommend cannabis as treatment. Oh, that would be super cool. Yeah. um, In states where it's legal, of course, which is kind of fucking ass backwards. God damn it. The federal government telling the federal government that the federal government can allow weed, but only in states where it's legal. That's crazy. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's specifically <laughs> for the Veterans Affairs. Like it wouldn't, it would not be. Uh, I want to make it clear that it would not make it to where like the VA would would give me provide it cannabis right. or anything like that. It's just that they could recommend that as a form of medicine. 
it's really cool that they're making it like or trying to make it official in any event it was just kind of a funny thought and well it also opens it up to testing and figuring out just what like what research i mean because uh a big part of that bill was the fact that uh, it was what blake was talking about with the uh pharmaceuticals and stuff a lot of them have so many side effects and especially ones that are used for a lot of the ailments that plague veterans uh, mm-hmm. being mental disorders yep. and yep. physical Absolutely. chronic pain and stuff. Uh, all the, the pharmaceuticals that are used to treat that have side effects that are pretty fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cannabis doesn't for the most part, it'll freak you out. And some people just, you know, they can't get over the anxiety of it, but right. essentially, unless you're allergic to it, it's relatively harmless and it's definitely an alternative path that should be explored and allowed to be explored legally. Yes. Yes. It's a, very good way of putting it too. Speaking of uh, being allergic to weed, uh, side note, um, it's actually certain terpenes that your body doesn't want to deal with ah. that uh, give you the quote-unquote allergic Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that is that why then sometimes I can like hit a bong and I'll, I'll essentially get like the weed sweats and a runny nose? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it, it ranges from all kinds of stuff, but yeah, that, it's, that's that kind of stuff. Not so much the weed sweats. Uh, but runny nose for sure. I know a patient who's allergic to lavender and she can't have it at all. It gives her bumps, like bumps all over if she uses it. That locks her out of a lot of strains. And uh, linalool, yeah, a lot. So she has to be very careful. Yeah, linalool is one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, it's one of the beasts. Yeah, so whenever you hear people saying I'm allergic to it, it's usually a, or it's it's a turkey. They're allergic. She's not agreeing with the system. And if you, the nose knows though. You just give it a smell, you'll know. Your body will be like, hell no, or hell yes. Yeah, um, you were one of the first people I talked to about the nose knows. Uh, well, you were one of the first ones that said the nose knows to me and then explained the whole terpene thing and everything. I just spat that shit out on Reddit today like I was the person who came up with it. Thank you, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's oh, yeah. give credit where credit's due. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just man, since, that- <laughs> since then, I, I, I've wondered because, yeah, uh, now, instead of going off of names and so especially like I'll purchase off of names, you know, of strains and stuff, because I'm a sucker like that. But uh, once I get home and I decide which ones I want to consume, I, I, I go by the smell and which one smells yeah. the best to me at the time ever since, you know, talking to you about that. And I mean, it's <laughs> I can't complain. No, sir. <laughs> And it seems uh, the body knows what it wants when it wants in, in that regard, because, you know, the smell is has different levels of, I don't know, attractiveness or pleasantness or whatever at different times. It's the same concept. And sorry for getting a little gross here, but if you're dehydrated and your piss is bright orange, your body is telling you you got to drink. Obviously. Oh, yeah. It's totally. the same concept. Your body will be like, hey, we want those terps. Or, hey, you can't use those. Get that shit away from us. Yeah, so definitely give your jars a smell before you uh, throw it in the grinder. Your nose will not lie to you. Not once, right. not never. The eyes will, though. The eyes lie. I wanted to come in with that rhyme right after, but I was <laughs> drinking water because we were talking about piss and water. <laughs> <laughs> I was mid-sip myself. That was a good little subliminal drink reminder. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Blake. <laughs> and to the rest of you listeners out there, hey, well, have a drink of water. You're probably dehydrated. That drink allowed me to clear my... Oh shit, no it didn't, it's back My fucking, I still got that fucking creaky voice going on It's killing me Sorry, go ahead Well, you don't really sound different to me 
that's cool but that's, uh, that's good to yeah, i just wanted to come in with your friendly hydration bro reminder to have a drink of water and also your terp bro <laughs> reminder that if you need your omma card still or you need a renewal you have a renewal coming up remember terp bro one will get you ten dollars off at bloomdoctors.com it's terp bro one for ten dollars off i don't know why i just fucking said that you said it dude i got I, I fucking <laughs> i think it attests to uh what are you smoking evan that's what I'm, I'm getting ready to get to blake um so earlier today i don't think i lamented this to you but i was out buying a zen gummy because i was out of my homemade gummies out of the big ones i didn't want to eat like six hearts you know so i was like fuck <laughs> it i'm gonna go buy a zen so i didn't end up getting the zen but now coming home today i found fucking two flowers in my freezer that i I'd, I'd hidden kind of uh-huh out of my make that i did have left so i decided to eat both of them before the show and god and, damn it that was a that was an interesting idea and they're kicking in is what you're saying it's you're pretty gone. you're pretty doinked yeah i'm I'm definitely gaunt <laughs> uh, those fucking homemade gummies man god damn they'll get you i don't even remember what we were talking about now but this is a wonderful time to say hey uh hey evan how confusing is this episode for you talking to two people that go by the name blake i was trying to work in the blake one blake two joke you got to call it uh, out you know the blake on blake action so, um, so far i'm relying on context hey our uh, tag team name is point blake oh man i like that <laughs> that's good point blake that's good <laughs> all right speaking of hey blake what are you uh what are you smoking on over there i know this is going to come after our what we're smoking because we do that in the beginning but uh you weren't there for that what are you smoking on i'm smoking on a little bit of gmo at the moment a little of that craft gmo it is uh one of, yeah it's one of my favorites gmo cookies um indica hybrid man i'm an indica guy so oh me too i think we have similar tastes we do. You recommended GMO to GMO cookies to me when it uh when the fresh batch came out and I got some. I was very very happy with it. Yes, sir. As one more page. I got to say, the growers at Craft they know what the hell they're doing, man. Yeah, man. And it even passed the eye test every time. Like put that shit under a jeweler's loop, or if you're fancy and you got one of those uh, USB microscopes or whatever. Oh, oh, fucking beautiful flower, man. I can't wait to get one of those microscopes yeah, for the show. Am I coming through okay? I'm a little bit further from the mic. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, these yeah. microscopes are the shit. Yeah, it's um, they definitely know what they're doing down there. I yeah. have all the faith in the world in those cats. And we just opened up uh, another a big grow. And now we have a building. So far, we've been having buildings that are pre-existing like offices or whatever. They're not buildings yeah. that we're weed in. Yeah, they're they're retrofitted. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we just built a our new grill, and so now we have one that's actually designed to build. Oh my goodness! So you're telling me that your growers over at Craft can now hone in on the things they've been wanting to hone in on. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait to taste some of this new harvest out of the new building. And we're going to be growing a fuck ton at a time, so it'll be. Plenty. It's cool out on there. Mm -hmm. Not only craft weed, but a shitload of it. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, I was wondering if do you all make in-house extracts, like uh, concentrates and stuff. There, we do. So we will. Um, we partner up with folks like uh, Leaf Logic or Apothecary. Mm -hmm. uh, Logic, what's up? Country Hash. 
all those cats, they get a strain of mammoth is also, they make carts with our flower in it. Which oh, really? really cool. I've had some of mammoth yeah, stuff. But, it is good. Mammoth's gummies or taffies rather the shit is an aside. Big shout out to, to mammoth. They're the legit. They're badass. I am a mammoth supremacist when it comes to all carts. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Full spec. Ooh. I haven't tried any other carts and I have been on the search for a cart because uh, as I get more active throughout the day, I need an alternative to flower, you know. Flower is kind of an yeah, encumbrance, man. It is. And if you're an old school smoker, then it usually takes, it's like a whole thing, you know, it's like a whole shebang thing. So you can't just be driving down the road necessarily and be blazing. You know? yeah. Not that you should smoke and drive, but no. the carts are great for whenever, you know, you're chilling at a family event and you can't you don't want to you know, sneak off and smoke a blunt or what have fucking you. Yeah. in front of grandma yeah <laughs> exactly uh, it's uh they are definitely worth it like my in-laws came in and i felt so bad because i was always holding them up like hold on before we go to the science museum i need to hang out here and smoke a joint okay hold up on the way back i gotta get an edible because i can't smoke while i'm driving but i need to be high so i can concentrate better and like i I could just see them glaring at me and like my poor wife, they probably think that she's like married a fucking madman. And so, yes, yes, I understand. And that's why I also need to parts. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they come in very handy and they're very discreet. I mean, you can hit them. They, they don't stink up any area or cool. anything. You can literally hit it in front of somebody and they're not going to, they wouldn't know. And they taste really good. Too. So uh, what I will say, if you guys are flower smokers, which I know you are, you're going to want to find, Full spectrum, not distillate, because distillate is anytime I've smoked distillate. I mean, so as a bud tender, I get a lot of samples, and a lot of our samples are these cart commits. Because if you, I envy <laughs> you so much. <laughs> well, these podcast episodes are. For, we're, we're trying to get samples. God damn it, we're like what eighteen episodes in or some shit. I just need to get a job as a bud tender. We have to. We, we have to, pun intended, weed through all the bullshit so that we can find the good shit for you guys. <laughs> so, oh well, you're you're doing the good work. That curated weed yes, selection, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, we we make sure it doesn't suck, so you don't get it. <laughs> and trust me, a lot of it sucks. So for every one good one, you get about twenty five not good ones. Yeah, I've noticed a shockingly high number of signs saying no walk-in vendors at the dispensaries I go to down here. So I, I don't doubt your story a yeah. bit. Like, I, you know, now that you mentioned that synchronicity here or whatever, but uh, that was a note, a mental note I made just like last <laughs> week. Like more and more dispensaries just have the taped paper sign up front, and some of them are laminate because they've right. been doing it for a while. But yeah, <clears throat> vendors by appointment only. <laughs> yep. And it's just because, uh, I mean, we still do walk into our spot, but well, don't say that on here, <laughs> man. Everyone's got, everyone's growing wheat, you know, everyone's yeah. doing it. And if you can't grow fantastic, great weed, mm. it's mediocre and all, you just break it down and turn it into concentrates. And that's why there's some cart committees up there because yeah. you can just turn it into a cart. It doesn't matter how much it sucks because if it's, I mean, it does, but if it does, if it sucks, mediocre-ish you just add a bunch of this uh, uh you mix it in with distillate and then it's fucking it's just not they mix it in with other flavors and whatnot to make it taste better and it's just 
not what you want. Yeah, they're polishing turds, essentially. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. It seems like flour is like the only way they can't do that. Well, thank you for uh, weeding those out for us. Because uh, I, I, I think maybe I've been, you know, I've had a lot of shitty carts because I've been the, nah, carts don't really do anything to me, guy. But every now and then there will be one yeah. that hits me and it's almost like a flower high. It's never quite <laughs> like flower because if you want the full spectrum, smoke the bud, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, but there have been some that are close and man, maybe I, I just need to go off your recommendation on some good fucking carts that one cart of mine that you were smoking down here blake uh that last time you were down that one i was passing around a bunch like at the chinese restaurant and shit uh-huh uh fucking that was a sunday cart and you seem to really attach to that one so that might be a brand for you to try too i've had sundays and i've had timeless i was just about to say sunday is good for distillate oh they're distillate i didn't realize i still like this so they do have live resin as well which is different than Can I ask a question about a distillate edibles to kind of derail a little bit? Yeah. All right. So this one, this one's complicated and it's cool if you don't have an answer. Uh, it, I keep getting different ones. So my, I, I'm big into that. The, I was big into that Zen 150 gummy, uh, specifically the hybrid one. And that would be like pretty much the only edible I ate for a minute. And I've noticed that even with other distillate based edibles, they don't hit me the same way that one specific Zen gummy does with their hybrid mix. And even like Zen's Indica mix or Sativa mix, however they derive that in distillate, which I understand is probably bullshit, don't seem to hit me the same way as that one fucking hybrid gummy. And it drives me crazy and I don't know why. Do you have any idea? I don't necessarily know exactly why that one particular one hits you well. Maybe it's just because your body's fighting with it as much. I will say about gummies, they're made with either pectin or gelatin, and THC does not bind with either of those. So they will usually, well, it doesn't bind completely with it. Um, so sometimes the stuff gets pushed out and doesn't bind with the actual gummy itself. And so it's just no, there's no telling. Each batch is kind of different. Zen um, um, is, they are pretty, they've been around for a minute now, and they're pretty refined in their, their dosing methods, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. yeah there's no telling i found that I, I have to dose really high if i ever eat any edibles right and like within like the two or three hundred zone if it's gummy right if you eat chocolate or or caramel those are fat binding you get all the thc out of that uh -huh. it's, you're, so if it says 150 you're getting 150 that's super interesting oh that could yeah. Oh, I do occasionally go into like a month long love affair with the fucking jacked up bar, another famous distillate product. Yeah, that's interesting. And if it's distillate with you know something that is fat binding, it'll still work. Uh, just usually with gummies in general, they just have so much stuff working against them that they're just they're very inconsistent within the edible world just because of that. Uh, now, distillate in, in full spectrum edibles. Side note, actually, about the, the sativa indica hybrid. All edibles are hybrids, regardless of what they say. There's okay. no not being a hybrid. They will add B6 or B12, whichever one is the booster, like caffeine, to make it a sativa feeling. And oh. they'll add melatonin or some sort of chamomile or something that's down to add, make it indica feeling. Oh, um, okay. That makes so, yeah, all sense. edibles all edibles are hybrids. Okay. Now, full spectrum... Full spectrum edibles 
those are pulled directly from the plant itself. And now, even though the plant could be a sativa dominant, it's still going to be a hybrid, but it can be a sativa dominant edible and then or indica dominant edible. Uh, but they're not going to like the indica ones are really high in micro, which are going to put you on the couch. Right. And the sativa ones are really high in other terpenes um, that are going to make you more alert or awake. But the uh, sativa edibles are the ones that most people have the panic attacks on and they don't understand what, like, what's going you know, on. They think they're dying or what have you. Yeah. Those are the ones so, I like. It's yeah. like the ones that the ones that speed yeah. me up when I find them are the ones that I tend to enjoy and keep buying. And that's just the B six or what have you, whatever the edible or whatever they choose to put in it. I'm not sure what Zen uses. Uh, their hybrid would would be a natural gummy though, so that might be why it that you click with it so much because you're actually getting what like actually getting an edible. Holy it's shit, nothing that- added. That's a big potential answer to a question I've had forever. Thank you. Yeah. You were saying uh, that um, the THC doesn't bind fully to gelatin or, or a pectin. I was wondering, Evan, you know, with your gummy runs, um, you've been doing the uh, the coating of the sugar and the, uh, yep. the citric acid. I wonder if that oil that's seeping out is because that is not binding. That's exactly what I was wondering. Sorry for the. Oh, language. is that the question you were talking about? Might have been answered. Well, I mean, that was that was. Okay. Sorry, move my mic. That was something I was thinking about because I I have had uh, runs where I thought it was because I didn't mix the gelatin with the 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 fico that I made well enough, but like this this green shit would seep from the bottom of the gummies. That. Yeah you know, it tasted like Fico, whatever. Um, and th- that run was actually kind of gross anyway, and it didn't get me as high, but that's an interesting side note. If you are able, you can make it um, into kind of like a taffy-esque um, and then coat that in a gummy. So you have like a one of those, you know, gummy-covered like solid dealio. Oh, shit. Yeah, not, a, not so much a gusher. Like a reverse like a gusher. gusher. Like inverted gusher. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know a dude who buys uh, the syringes of a RSO or whatever. Or he's big into the the leaf logic, the fijo shit, and he'll take a syringe of yeah. that and fucking squirt it into a gusher and eat that. Like he'll squirt a portion of it into it, and that's <laughs> how he consumes. And it sounds really interesting and fun. I need to get a hold of one of those vials. Yeah, RSO is, is definitely a good um, thing to add to your arsenal if you are making your own. Well, I, I like I said, I have a dose really high, so I don't, I don't really, I don't usually mess with edibles. But when I do, homemade edibles are the way to go if you're able. That's I, I'm getting to where I can, and we just got like our home grow coming up to where I can make edibles from it. There for a minute, the uh, the fucking jacked up bar was like really the only economical way to enjoy edibles. But now that I'm producing my own weed, it's becoming cheap enough to do again but yeah, yeah. It's, it's working out this is interesting about the chocolate i need to i've got that magical butter machine i need to look into a way to make chocolate at home oh yeah and chocolate uh, you just uh, add the butter chocolate's the easiest way to go <coughs> you need it directly from the you know from the bowl put in little candies and you're getting all of it the hardest part in the beginning of making your own edibles is figuring out how to properly dose them to what you're wanting and it's right it's just a trial and error error system with that which is not it doesn't take very long to figure it out. And Google does have a guide for um, each milliliter or uh, tablespoon or what have you for right. each square. So you can dose it out pretty easily. It's 
And if you trust the percentage of your bud, there's a calculator you can use too, but that's, then you get into the whole discussion about yeah. percentages and shit. Yeah. Does yeah. potency matter or THC potency? How much does that matter? Is it more of a terpene thing? And with, with there's, there's a big old debate on that right now, isn't there on the internet? There's a, there's a big debate on that, but the interesting thing about that is so back in the day, all we had was what is the THC? That's why yeah. all these, all yeah, the old heads we have new metrics now. We do have new metrics and there's actual science going into it. And mm -hmm. it isn't all the THC because you can smoke something that is 27% THC, nothing in the terpene profile that is, uh, it smells like hay, right? Yeah. Uh, you smoke something that's 14% THC and 3% terpenes on it, you're going to get so much more high off that 14% than you would off that 27%. I think to to embolden your point or whatever there, I'm this granddaddy purple I'm smoking here is low. It's uh 16.6 .6 THC if the uh, testing is to be believed, which some people will tell yeah. you that's yeah. really um, bad for an edible. Yeah, they would say, especially for an indica that's low because indicas generally tend yeah. to have higher THC, but the terpenes are high. It is high in mercy and carry uh car carlophene. Carry of carry filing that one, the big long Care one. Oh, okay, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's looking like it's somewhere around I'd say three percent. Uh, if I'm doing head math yep. here, because they give you the milligram <laughs> per gram here, but uh, it looks like it's somewhere yep. around three percent. And this shit is hitting like a fucking truck, man. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, and it will. And the so you can get something that anywhere from. 22% to 29% THC is going to be doing the exact same thing for you minus the turf profile. Yeah. That's where the turf profile comes in handy and it'll do different things for you. It's definitely. Now THC is plays a factor in it, but it's not all about the THC. Yeah, totally. It's just, that, that was the only can... thing we've had for so many years. So it's, right. it's like, right. we're, we're at a turning point, it seems, you know, where we're kind of coming off of that old way of measuring things. I think we're finally. Well, and again, it, luckily we get the science these days. Yeah. And like back in the day, you know, it would just reek and they'd say, oh, this is like 28% THC. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, of course, of course the old heads and, you know, folks who've been around for a while want to know the THC count and it does play a part but a lot of a lot of places play into that as well uh they'll be selling mediocre stuff yeah that hundred dollar well it's yeah five percent well it got into yeah. where the THC became marketing like the the exactly. level of THC was more of a marketing thing than an actual fucking effect of the plant exactly and that stuff is is uh back in the when, back when it was first legalized here in oklahoma they a lot of places had false testing because it didn't the testing wasn't nobody was checking to see if your testing was legit mm -hmm. so people were saying they had 34 percent thc <laughs> in their stuff yeah and it's like bro you know the world record is like 32 and that came out <laughs> of fucking mendocino triangle california i highly doubt you can grow 34 percent, and it doesn't smell like anything you know what i mean yeah and then like i've also had dispensaries exactly i've had dispensaries tell me that this particular plant has 30 percent terpenes on it what? And I'm like, 30 percent terpenes is impossible that would, you would sell that, it from the from your house yeah yeah that would be super I would have concentrated found that eons ago i would have floated to that smell 
<laughs> it's like that citric acid that's super concentrated or you can put a drop in a like a swimming pool and it makes the water sour and do something like that <laughs> shit, <Yeah>. man like <laughs> exactly. it's impossible yeah the the government would be here trying to figure out how the fuck that was created yeah oh man i wonder what it would do but, to somebody It'd probably burn you or something <laughs> yeah you get some fucking man, acid burning your lungs <laughs> <clears throat> A good turf profile that you want to find, and now nowadays most people are pretty honest for the most part. Are getting weeded out uh, in general, so most people are pretty upfront these days. But um, a good turf profile is anywhere from three. I mean, anything over one and a half is really two is good, three is great, four is great, five is really really great, and it really doesn't get too much out of the crazy bounds on flower anyway. Half like or six i've never seen a six yeah in flower and people claim that it is but again but, the nose will always tell you you smell it through the bag as soon as they walk near you you'd be like holy fuck, what is that yeah they were six percent so uh now that we've got you here and we're speaking about the nose nose um you have a much more refined nose than we do as a bud tender, you go and all this and all the samples that you've seen and everything, um, you've just you've been exposed to way more than we have and just more refined. So do you have anything to smell for negatively? Like for those of us that don't have the refined palate, maybe we smell something. And what are the red flags that the nose can pick up? Um, a lot of uh, red flag. A good one is the hay. Uh, just kind of smells like grass or outdoorish. No, yeah. um, that's really number one. Now, is uh, that is that an early harvest where uh, uh, is that where people harvest early to boost their THC? Uh, there's a number of uh, reasons that could go in there. Um, it can, I mean, it could be growers' error. It could be they cross pollinated on accident and uh -huh. set it up somewhere else to try and save it. It's usually the outside. It's usually an outside thing. Yeah. Anybody that has doesn't have a great setup for indoors here in our in Oklahoma, just because of the pollination and our winds are fucking ridiculous. Oh and man, and the these plants I, are so temperamental. And the the weather fluctuates so much here, so it just shocks yeah. the plants into yeah. hermeing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Um, another one, the obviously color. You can you don't always want to judge a book by its cover, but like past the smell if it smells really good but looks kind of whatever there's a, it's kind of a toss-up usually really good bud is um i've seen brown stuff that's decent but not too often right and i mean yeah. like brown brown it's like greenish brown that's uh -huh. brown that shit that looks like hamburger helper yeah yeah that mm. stuff is usually that's usually the number one but I always tell people, just trust your nose, because if you smell it and you're like, eh, if you have any kind of like, eh, I don't know, that's yeah. that's mainly the, the core. Because And on the flip side of that, I've, I've had some weed that doesn't smell particularly strong, but looks really good. Mm -hmm. And it's still do decent decent amount, but for the most part. So there's a particular strain called uh, citrus sap, and it smells like fucking shitty ass cheese. That no one would eat and yeah. like i smelled it and it smells like like literal butt cheese <laughs> and like it doesn't click with you like you would think like at least with myself obviously everyone's different but like i i smell it and i'm like ah, that's, yeah that's fucked. Uh -huh. but 
I smoke it and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't taste or anything like that and the effects are chill. So the nose I always go with the nose, but it's also that turf profile on the citrus sap is uh, high mic green and it's like a it's like a great hybrid, but it's a, it's heavy on the indica heavier on the indica side. Yeah, yeah. So, I found a few like that. Mm. And normally, if no one told me about it, the the bud tender at the time had to convince me to smoke it because I was like, man, that smells like a butt and not in a good way. So the nose does know, but you can find strains that smell like those funky ass smells. You mm. be like, I don't know. Yeah. But it's still it's still a pungent smell. The pungency of it is what you're looking for with your nose. Yeah. I think last and you can typically you can typically what? <laughs> I, I, I keep cutting you off tell, with this weird zoom shit. No, it's <coughs> fine. It's all good. Uh they'll they'll fix it in post. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh you can usually tell. I think it's if it hits you when you smell it and it hits you in the back of your nose that's a sativa and if it's in the front of your nose it's an indica or it might be full flop i'd have to look that up Ooh. but i didn't know about that trick until not too long ago i didn't uh, know about you that smell trick your until weed, you can right definitely now tell. That's same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh i'd have to look it up to see the exact it's one or the other but um i'm pretty sure back of the nose is sativa front of the nose is indica but you can definitely once you know that and smell it you can tell you like oh i see that because it does hit you in a specific spot Holy even hybrids it'll yes. hit you in a it, dominant spot it feels like a sativa is the back i hope i'm not talking out of my ass here but like a good sativa a lot of the time will have that like almost like peppery ashtray taste like some good sativas yeah. will straight taste like cat shit sometimes and i it seems like <laughs> when they do that it hits you in the back of the nose oh i laugh every time you bring yeah. that up <laughs> well it's funny because there's a sativa strain that's named cat piss but i know i, I know that's what i'm thinking of that's what I'm, le- that's what i'm laughing about but like here in Lawton, <laughs> i've bought like on at least two occasions a strain that like straight up tastes like what you'd smell in a litter box but it fucking gets you that good sativa buzz but you know do you want to do with <laughs> yeah. the taste yeah well i had uh i agree man the nose generally knows but also sometimes it's like uh i don't know sometimes i'll smell when it's underwhelming or or whatever and like i had an og kush last week i talked about on the podcast last week that humbled me because i just bought it sight unseen because usually i like og kushes it was from a dispensary that i you know i trust and i get it i get it home i smell it and it's not you know, it's not smelling the greatest or whatever. I smoke it and I'm kind of, I'm kind of underwhelmed. And then the next day I decide, fuck it. I'm going to try it like uh, as the first smoke of the day, you know, with the, the new tolerance of the day. And, uh, I was going to go on a one gram challenge where you weigh out a gram, grind that up and smoke it as fast as you can. I do it in glass because I think it's more effective. And I, I was expecting it to be a breeze cause I thought it was kind of boof weed. And then, uh, I made I remember it you talking shit about it. Yeah. I went like, I made it like one and a half bowls in and forgot I was doing a challenge. Like <laughs> it fucking hit me like a truck. The next day I smell the grinder. It's smelling fucking sweet and fucking spicy. And that's why I was thinking, I guess the, the body wants different terps at different times or whatever. Cause it, it can, it's just all mood. Yeah. I smoked it when it was, it smelled underwhelming and it was a very underwhelming smoke. And then the next day, it blew me the fuck away. <laughs> That's interesting. I will say, anytime I smoke 
um, sativa, or sorry, yeah, sativa, and I'm not doing anything. I usually don't feel it as much like an indica. Let's say if I'm writing and I smoke an indica, I'll just stare at my screen and I'll be like, oh, I don't know what I'm fucking showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do something else. But if I'm on a sativa and I'm writing, I'm able to stay a little bit more in it. So it really just is whatever mood you're in. You can't not necessarily say I'm 100% this because some some will, like I said, that the pie gal will, will floor you. It feels like a, one of the sativa blends that just stones the living piss out of you. It's hard to explain. Man, but I'm like, going to have to try some. Yeah, yeah I'm intrigued. Uh, it's good. It's good. Let me get in on some of that. Well, we are coming up on our time, but I do while we have you here i want to find out we know i'm a bud guy i love smoking flour evan's an edible guy what is your favorite method of intake i prefer to smoke flour and how do you like to smoke it i'm not huge on dabbing i usually roll it up yeah i know oh it does taste the best if you're a master if you've done done it ten thousand times so i'm technically a joint and blunt master so uh, (laughs) i can roll it up I can't roll for shit. I'm going to have to get some lessons off you. I can't, man. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things that you've got to have a feel for and kind of you can get better at it. But if you weren't good at it to begin with, you're never going to be good. I think it's, rolling is a tough one. I mean, yes and no. I used to think that as well. It's kind of a mind thing because I used to not roll any of my shit because I couldn't. I have big ass hands. It's like kind of hard. Yeah. But it's once you get past that little... I can definitely show y'all some tricks. No oh, man, to, right uh, rolling stuff up. I can teach anybody to roll. I'm gonna need all the tricks there are because when I roll, I use a machine. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get off the machine because you, you're limited. Or I just give up and I stuff cones, man. Yeah, limited cones. I, I'm not a huge fan of cones either. Stuffing you can't roll it properly, or you can't make sure it's you can if you're talented but it takes a lot more work to make sure it's oh, evenly yeah. distributed oh no totally i i know the difference between the cones that i'm in a hurry yeah. to smoke and the other ones that i'm just kind of lazily packing while watching a youtube video you know one smoked way better than the other one <laughs> the one that you pack like three grains at a time yeah that one's the good one but it takes oh yeah hour. it takes forever the ones are my favorite with hemp wraps um i do like uh certain brands that don't are heavy in tobacco but for the most part of stick to him i feel like those give me the best elevated so if i smoke i've had to smoke bongs and i like just have to do a bunch of them if i do get where i want uh-huh. most of the time yeah even if it's hellaciously good weed you know i've been, mm-hmm. been in this game for a minute yeah yeah right. the damn fucking tolerance the fucking other side of that double-edged sword, I guess. I don't know. Whatever the... What, that motherfucker that just makes it more expensive the longer you do it. More expensive and yeah. in some ways better, in some ways worse. Like, I respect tolerance as something that keeps me from getting uncomfortably high, but it is also a wallet killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, we've discussed it on here before, but uh, we do believe that you do have to develop a little bit of a tolerance to get the full medicinal effects of uh or benefits i should say of cannabis yeah absolutely like uh what we were talking about earlier with the paranoia when we first started smoking that kind of mm-hmm. hit everybody and now that it's a medical thing you have somebody there to explain that to you um, yeah but yeah I've, I've seen you know 65 year old people try it for the first time now that it's legal and mm-hmm. they freak out but we always let them know hey 
with the CBD, you won't freak out. You'll be all right. And yeah. everyone likes to do edibles for their first time. And I will tell you, that's a tricky that smoking is way, way less thrusting into the world of highness than yeah. edibles. Yeah, once, yeah. The, once you swallow that thing, you're in. You're on the ride for uh, a couple hours. Oh man, but not but, you. Remember, you came in with a fucking giant. You, you cleared a bowl on a you bong. Fucking ripped the sword from the stone, <laughs> like on the very first try. You walked yeah, up yeah, motherfucking Thor over there just picking Mjolnir up like there's nothing. Until somebody comes on here and says, like, my first time with weed was accidentally eating a whole jacked up bar. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, you started uh, yeah. with a big old bong hit, and now you're uh, you're working in a field that you like, where you're getting to help people with something you believe in, man. Yeah, before we wrap uh, up here, is there more. is there anything else you would like to uh, just get out there to our fourteen fifteen listeners? <laughs> um, just thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, thanks. What y'all are doing is awesome, in my opinion. I always thought it'd be cool to educate the folks and like i said we're all stoners so we you know we can joke around and chill so it's, it's a fun thing and uh it's a good thing with what y'all are doing so keep well, doing what you. you're doing oh well we will continue to do what we're doing as long as someone will fucking listen to us so <laughs> thank you man yeah. uh thank you for joining us here you've definitely you brought in a lot of stuff that uh well i'm gonna have to go listen to this again because it blew my fucking mind you know yeah, this so, is a good one i think this might be a repeat you know listen to that sort of episode uh, yeah. but uh yeah thanks for coming on with us and of course listeners you will hear blake with us um know your for the near future he is our uh know your terps expert so listen for him every episode where we uh let you know just what the fuck that terp does <laughs> all right man well thank you Whoa, so much and uh, into the mic right at the end of the show man <laughs> all right well where the fuck are my glasses? Smoke and Okies is Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast, starring Evan Wade and Brandon Blake, brought to you by Cannabis Web Media Group, CWMG. We want to talk about your business. Reach out to podcast at smokinokiespod.com for commercial opportunities and more. And if you'd like to interact on a more personal level, get in touch with us at our website, smokinokiespod.com, and join the Discord for even more discussion. There's a big link there. You can't miss it. Smoke and Okies does not produce, provide, or sell cannabis products in any capacity. That includes buying weed for you. Seriously, fuck off with that shit.